Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Vaswani of Omnis Investments and here to give you a brief summary of markets last week. Following the weeks of market turmoil as a result of troubles in banking world, this week markets came back with a bang. As always, we start in the US, where markets had a great week with the S&P 500 up almost 3.5% in what was a relatively quiet week in terms of economic data and financial news. No complaints here after what has been a whirlwind previous few weeks. Of course, as you all know, the last few weeks were dominated by the banking turmoil and in this week just gone, bank stocks in the US performed particularly well. On Thursday, the Biden administration released a set of proposed new regulations for mid-sized banks or those with assets between 100 and 250 billion US dollars. The potential new rules would impose more stringent capital and liquidity requirements as well as require these mid-sized banks to pass more frequent stress tests under a wide range of market scenarios. These proposed changes would bring regulations of the mid-sized banks more in line with the rules faced by the country's largest banks. Let's move to Japan next. Stock markets rose over the week with the Nikkei 225 index gaining 2.4%. Investor sentiment was boosted by the calming down of the recent turmoil in the global banking sector and some expectations that interest rates in the West may be approaching their peaks. On the domestic front, core consumer price inflation in the Tokyo area slowed for the second straight month in March. But it was higher than expected and is leading some people to believe that the Bank of Japan's policy of ultra-loose interest rates may be under pressure. Will the new incoming governor of the Bank of Japan consider changing their interest rate policies in light of stickier inflation? We shall see. Moving to China where stocks advanced because of A, strong economic data, and B, supportive comments from Beijing boosting confidence in the country's growth outlook. The CSI 300 index rose 0.6%. So let's talk about economic data first. The data is in essence showing a stronger rebound. This is of course very encouraging at a time when the rest of the world is slowing down. In fact, the International Monetary Fund forecast that China's rebound would account for approximately one-third of global growth this year. Second, let's talk about what the government said. While Chinese officials have reinforced China's commitment to open its economy and deliver reforms that can stimulate consumption and international business. And finally, in corporate news, Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba Group announced a plan to break itself into six units that can independently raise capital or even seek initial public offerings. Many analysts believe that the company's overhaul may appease regulators and could mark the year of China's year-long crackdown on private enterprise. Let's look at Europe next, where shares rose significantly as fears of financial instability diminished as a result of easing concerns about the global banking sector. In economic news, inflation in Europe slowed to just shy of 7% from 8.5% in February as energy costs continued to stabilise. However, if we exclude food and energy, which tend to be pretty volatile components of inflation, well, then inflation would have ticked up marginally. 
policymakers at the European Central Bank continue to suggest that further interest rate hikes are likely. And finally, wrapping up with the UK, where the FTSE 100 rose over 3% during the week. Official data now shows that the UK avoided a recession in 2022, helped by government subsidies for energy bills. And data during this week just gone shows that consumer sentiment and retail sales were up this year, with business activity expanding further, showing a more resilient economy starting 2023. The data comes a week after the Bank of England raised its forecast on economic activity for the rest of this year. And speaking of the Bank of England, Governor Bailey has said that the recent problems in the banking sector would not sway them from focusing on controlling inflation. On the flip side, house prices fell by an annual rate of 3.1% in March, marking the largest year-on-year drop since July 2009. So all in all, a really positive week for markets, which is very welcome after the few weeks of poor market performance. And of course, goes to show the importance of not overreacting to short-term market moves or market noise. It is incredibly hard to time the market and more often than not, reacting to negative news will often lead to missing some of the great weeks that follow after, just like the week we've just had. Next week is Easter Monday. And so we will be taking a break on the podcast. However, our written market summary will be available on our website and through your financial advisor on Tuesday. I'll be back on the podcast in exactly two weeks time. All that's left for me to do is to wish you all a very happy Easter and of course, a happy new tax year. Enjoy the long weekend. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.